Everyone's here. Football is back. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. You sounded scared. I'm scared. It's here. It's here. Oh, it's happening. No. The Dillingham era. Captain Kenny. They've just, arrived. He's just pretending like the other schools in the pack. Terrified yeah. of the Dillingham Honestly, era. they should be. Guys, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Tocher, yeah, joined, as always, by Shane Diefenbach, yeah, I am. Sean DePause. Yeah, he is. Gents, how has your Tuesday gone so far? I mean, we've been together for basically all of it. So. This is true, this is true, but I just I, because like I'm going through something, I don't know, you know. Yeah, that's fair. I mean... You say you're going through something? Well, like, throughout the morning. Want. I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I am going through something. I'm all right. You're chilling? Yeah. Not a, you, you just, the energy. Where's the energy, man? It's <laughs> on the strip. Oh, you left it in Vegas? Yeah. Damn, that's tragic. That's tragic. What about you, Shane? Oh, I'm just excited to be alive. You're juiced? I'm juiced. Yeah, Shane looks far more juiced that than was uh, That was one genre. of the most fun mornings I've had in a very long time. Yeah. And I... I have pretty fun in the morning. <laughs> yeah. I have a good amount of times in my mornings. I'll, yeah? I dance and make eggs. Let's go. Or then sometimes I make eggs, then dance. Do you ever do it at once, like the same time? Yeah, that's usually what I do. Oh, okay. But I never, ever dance before I make eggs. <laughs> never dance That is a cardinal sin. Yes, 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 yes. What do you think about dancing while you make eggs? Mm, it seems dangerous. Is it like mm. open, dancing around open flames? I'm yeah. more of a... a what if it has like an electric stovetop, though? Mm. Mine's mine is an open flame. Mine's gas. Oh, okay. I'm more <laughs> of a I'm more of a make the eggs, focus on them, make sure they're good, and then dance while eating. Mm. Mm. See, what, I'm just, I don't need to do that because I'm different. What do you think Kenny would go for? What do you? So he would have some. Oh, he would dance while he makes. He dance while he makes eggs. He dance on the eggs. He dance on the eggs, and they would cook. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean anything Kenny touches turns to flame. I think mm-hmm. so in a good way. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about this morning's practice. Talk Obviously, a lot about it. I mean, sure, we could talk a lot about it if you want. Um, the the big takeaways on a team level for you guys, and I think the the main point not only from us but from most of the media and anybody that saw practice today was the urgency and the intensity of today's practice was unlike anything that we've seen in the Herm era, in the Todd Graham era. Um, it, it was truly different. What about the urgency and the intensity stood out to you, Shane? Um, how immediate it was and how yeah. real it felt. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like staged, like, like Herm yelling and then them, like, getting excited because they should be excited. Like, they were genuinely excited to be out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you just kind of see it in the players' eyes. You saw it in Jordan Clark's eyes when he was talking about the staff yesterday. They're just young. Like, there's no other way to say it. They are just they just relate, and they yeah. know what kids want. And it, it wasn't even a practice. It was a production today. Yeah. It was a production. <laughs> we just, we watched a, a MC'd by Kenny. Yeah. yeah, we watched an athletic play. An athletic play. Yeah, like a... Okay. No, I, no, I, I got you. stage play. Yeah, no, I got you. What about you, Sean? Were the managers? Yeah, the I stage mean, hands. Shane said it like you saw it immediately. They the first thing we basically the first thing you see is they they broke up into their groups and guys started kind of jogged off the field to wherever they were supposed to go. And Kenny got on the microphone and yelled at all of them to get back because they run off the field. And then they they got back and they ran off the field and he yelled at them again because they sprint <laughs> off the field. And so they they came all back and he made them all sprint off the field to where they wherever they were supposed to go. Like it, you could tell that he was trying to set a tone for what it means yeah. to play football for Kenny Dillingham at Arizona State. Yeah. Um, and I think as much as you can in the first day of a spring ball, he did that. 
So it def- definitely different than uh, some of the the regimes we've seen in the past. Yeah, we've talked a lot on this program about just building a culture here and setting a precedent. And to your guys' point, literally the five minutes in, right, they do stretches or whatever. And there there is intensity in that, right? There's everybody's as excited. Much as, as much as, as, you, much can as you can be. get, yeah. right? The music's going, whatever. So people are into it. Kanye's they break. And like you said, Sean, they start to jog. A little bit off, right? Which again happens all over the country, happens at all levels of football. And you will hear from coaches, hey, next time we run. Yeah. We don't jog. Very few times at this level have I seen this early in practice. This early in practice, literally practice number one, them get called back over the loudspeaker in front of recruits, in front of media, in front of other coaches, all called back to where they had where they had initially broke. Yeah. And they do it again. Right. And they break and they speed up a little bit more. That's not good enough. Not good enough. Yep. Right. So it goes along with what we're talking about in terms of building a culture. Kenny's not here to just win. Kenny's here to set a precedent yeah. for Arizona State football in general. You want to be an AP top 25 team year after year after year. It literally starts on the smallest scale of running from stretches to individual drills. And yeah. I think that's what you've seen right away. Right. And I think even just in the small things, you see why Kenny has so much success where he goes, right? And obviously, this is his first time at the helm of mm-hmm. a program. But you see why Oregon last season, why they were so tough to deal with. Because you get to the third, the fourth quarter, and those guys are still moving mm-hmm. like they're fresh, right? We saw players today that were a little bit out of breath. Oh, my God, yeah. Why? Because they were running. They're building something. They're learning how to play football. They're learning this style of play. And it's exciting, right? It is It is absolutely exciting to, to see kind of Kenny and his coaching staff tear down the walls and, and start over, right? Like yeah. this isn't something that – I don't know about you guys, but this is something I've never seen before. No, it, it felt like going to a new school. Like I was just like, I don't really know what this is going to be like, but I'm excited, and it was awesome. Um, but yeah, it was that. De- <laughs> it was definitely different. Like it. I mean, I can't pretend that I've been around a bunch of of football programs, but I've been around team. Like I've been around coaches of different sports. You don't see guys act like that normally. Like first off, I don't know how Kenny is going to do this all year because that man was literally like sprinting around the field, the different position groups. I don't know how he's going to keep with about that. It. Sean looked at me and was like, "How long it takes, or how long is it going to take for him to?" Get in, participate in a drill, and then I saw him running around. And I was like, "Oh, there we yeah, go!" It, like, it was immediate. It was immediate. Like, and it, it's another thing. Like getting back to the young coach thing, old people literally cannot do that. Yeah. They literally cannot run all over the field the way Kenny was. Um, and I mean, it wasn't just him. Like, you, there was so much all energy the coaches, all, all yeah. the coaches. And he it, said it after the practice too. He's like, so he was asked about the energy. He's like, "I'm 32, man. Like, if I don't have this much energy, there's a problem." Yeah, yeah he's like, like people literally act like I'm 12. Yeah, like when it comes to all this, like he's gonna run out of energy. He's like, "I better have the energy." Yeah, for all of this. Uh, but yeah, I mean, t- the only thing I'd say to play devil's advocate is I saw a couple people commenting about this. Is this is what you've heard? You heard uh, on uh, during Todd Graham's first practice. This is what you heard. Even during Herm Edwards' first practice, it's different. It's a pro style. It's different. There's energy. It's different. What? A, it's day one. It was awesome. But let's just keep that in mind. My only <laughs> point to that, and I wasn't here for. I, I covered Todd Graham's final season here. Um, I didn't see his very first practice, but I saw Herm's very first practice at ASU, and it wasn't like this. Regardless of who said it, it wasn't me because they were very different practices. I saw Marcus Freeman's very first practice at Notre Dame as they were prepping for a bowl game. It wasn't this, right? And I, I tweeted a little bit. Um, during practice, just in regards to what 
what Arizona State's practice was like, right? So I've got the we've got the tweet, um, and I've I've covered LSU's practices, I've covered UCF's practice in Notre Dame, and Arizona State practices in the past. It was literally nothing like I've seen from like like this practice today. And on top of the urgency, the the energy, and this is something that we talked about, right? But like there is lulls in practices. And not just football, but in all sports. And that's just how they're built, right? Whether that means you're jogging from one drill to the next or you're waiting for a coach to explain something to you. There wasn't a lull in today's practice. And they went long today, right? Today they were supposed to go from 9.30 to 11.30. They stopped at like 11.50. They went 20 minutes over practice today. And literally from start to finish, there wasn't a single time where they weren't moving physically or mentally. Mm-hmm. Right. And I, I don't I forget if it was one of you guys or one of the other media members that brought it up. But like when you are not moving physically, Kenny's like you're taking reps mentally, whether you're going half speed, 100 percent, you got to build habits. Mm-hmm. This is how you get perfect. Right. And I, I talked about it. We've all kind of discussed it a little bit of how we don't want to drink the Kool-Aid too fast, but it, it is hard not to when you see the juxtaposition coming from a Herm Edwards practice to a Kenny Dillingham practice. Oh, brother. 100%. I was playing devil's advocate. I've, I, mean, <laughs> I, I have to pee every five minutes because oh, of how much Kool-Aid I drink. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Like, it's fun. Yeah, right? It is fun. And also, like, I just love... because it, it, Kenny, like, I, I don't want this to seem like Kenny is just like, every, everything is awesome, everything is awesome when you're part of a team. Shout out the Lego movie. Like, there was also the part where he was like... Where he was, they were doing the one-on-ones, and he yelled at, he just, he didn't yell at anybody specifically, but he got on the microphone, and was like, do not talk shit unless you actually win your route. Yeah. Like, he, like, and getting back to, like, the, the, the making guys sprint off the field, like, Kenny is clearly just not, not here for good enough. He want he clearly wants to be great, and maybe he's delusional, but he does think that this team can be great, great, like, great. Um, and you could tell that, that, that is, I guess, kind of the, the, mindset he was trying to instill in his players yeah i think it's a little bit when when kenny first got hired and everyone's like we need forty thousand people for that spring game and everyone's kind of like 40 you're not getting forty thousand for a spring you can't even get forty thousand to the game games let alone a spring game right or that this team isn't here to win right away what the fans are saying right new coach seven and five at best you'll get a bowl game that's a great year that's not the way that these guys are practicing mm-hmm. right these guys are practicing to go be Pac-12 champions. Whether they're going to be Pac-12 champs or not, whether they're going to compete heavily in the Pac-12 with Utah, USC, and everybody else, that's TBD. But right now, what you can see is that I guarantee you, I, w- I would guarantee, and I this is the only spring practice I have seen in the Pac-12, I guarantee that there is not a single team in the Pac that practiced the way that ASU did today. I would almost put money on it seems hard to replicate because you need a coach like Kenny to have this kind of practice. Dion, I guarantee you Dion's not practicing like this. I don't know. I don't know what they're like, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really shit. concerned. Yeah. I don't like, care what other yeah. what other teams are doing. I care what this team was last year. And as yeah. Kenny said yesterday when we were talking to him, he said there is no expectation. We won 3 games last yeah. year. Like that's all you compare yourself to, if anything. Like, go out and Pre- try your best and do everything you can every single rep yeah. and fuck everything else. Yeah. It's not even it's it's not even like a every practice or in every game. It is quite literally to your point every single rep. 
needs to be 100%. Whether that's 100% mental or 100% physical, you have to be in it every single time. And the way that practice is even constructed, right, where they have maroon and gold, and it's not necessarily the ones and the twos, it's split literally so that they can get double the reps as everybody else, right? Which is, again, it is something so small but very technical that you can Mm -hmm. see Kenny and the staff have built. This is something that Kenny has done before, and there's a reason that he believes that this team can be great. And whether it's the players or not, I think Kenny has seen a system, and he's seen a system show success time and time and time again that has ultimately led him to this spot Right where it doesn't matter if you've got the five-star players. Obviously, that helps, mm-hmm. right? But when you can go to a place like Memphis and run an offense where you're not getting blue-chip guys every single season and have a great offense, and then you can move to FSU and do the same thing, and then Oregon, guess what? You get some of those blue-chip guys, and look what Oregon was this past season, right? Now he gets to be an entire face of a program Mm -hmm. to not only the offense, but the defense can have that same mentality, right? So you get that and it's, it's, it, I don't want to, it's not a pipe dream for Arizona state to be a really good program in college football. Right. And I think they've got the guy to help them do that. Yeah. And it's obviously only day one. Okay. And I promise, I promise none of us took OGs before this. Okay. So we're not high out of our minds telling you that Kenny Dillingham is about to lead ASU to a phenomenal season. We genuinely believe it. But if you haven't tried OGs and you're a hater, <laughs> maybe get high. Maybe you'll be on the, the Dilly train. And if you didn't know, it's official. OGs new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies are live on the shelves as always. You can find them at your local dispensary by checking out ogsbrands.com. You do got to be 21 or older to enjoy. I don't know about you guys. I have trouble sleeping sometimes. I made the mistake of taking some melatonin the other night Hmm. and I just wake up groggy and sometimes I take the melatonin and it still takes me an hour, hour and a half to sleep. OGs gets the job done. Okay. And I don't wake up groggy. Every single time. It's consistent. It's consistent. It's got an urgency like Kenny Dillingham. Okay. I made a mistake today. Did you now? I wore cotton and black just like it, it was kind of hot today the sun said yeah. hello shane kinda, yeah it was kind of hot we all wore black hats it is. look at us look, look at us. us um none of us wore bad birdie but that would have been the smart yeah. decision because it's breathable mm. and you look good wearing it um jalen conyers wasn't wearing bad birdie but i think he has some yeah it was um, i think it was under his jersey yeah probably yeah, yeah that's why that, that would explain one of the routes he ran against jordan clark yeah um <laughs> but if you want some bad birdie Head over to badbirdygolf.com and use promo code PHNXSports underscore 15 for 15% off your next order. Um, they have these gloves. They, they have new gloves. Yes. For golf, obviously, that are so far. I have to give me one of those. We need um, to just go golfing again, honestly. That's true. If we can ever find time for that to actually ever happen again. Um, I want to get into oh some of the sights and sounds of practice. Because we can sit here and we can tell you all about it, but why not look at some of it for yourself, right? So, starting practice, obviously. Here's Conyers dancing. He, I love that guy, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's just great. Rashada. Obviously, Jaden Rashada had his first practice at Arizona State. Kenny with the white hoodie. Um, guys, just on terms of a, a player basis, 
a lot of the new guys, and we'll get into who stood out a little bit. Um, this 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 was the filthiest play that we've seen at practice. No, this isn't the filthiest. It's one of the filthiest. The the, the filthiest is, I believe, this next one coming up. Um, oh, was that a separate one? Yeah, this is this yeah. is Guillory. Uh, him, him. It's casual though. What was that noise? So that was him. him. So, well, here you go. We got in slow motion for you. Here's the route breaking it down. So he obviously wins off the line. Just whatever. It's but a little bit it's so it's, it's so, so subtle. subtle. It's so subtle. Oh um, my god. He's just that. That's what excites me, right? Yeah. Is we we've oh, seen yeah. we know what we got in the guys like a Jalen Conyers mm-hmm. or an Elijah Badger, but. Some of these new guys, man, Xavier Guillory, and we'll get into him a little bit later, but Guillory, some of the quarterbacks we talked about to Carlos Brooks, you obviously get Tevin White back. Like, I know there's a quarterback competition happening. I have never covered a quarterback competition where I care, where I cared less about what's going on with the quarterbacks. Like, there are so many playmakers around this offense that I was just drawn to, to those guys the entire morning. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was absolutely Phenomenal. And would you guys agree that Xavier Guillory won the day? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't even close. It was, it was not close. I mean, he was, he, he, I didn't see him like fail at any point. Like, <laughs> you know, you know who else won? Who? You won? What yeah. Cause won? that's my guy. Oh, yeah, was, he's one of my guys. Right. Honestly, you should be the favorite to win the, your guys draft. After I, I, that. I, I'm, I'm honestly hurt that you got him. Mm-hmm. I want to see her. Um, what'd you see from him today that made you believe? that he is going to be a key component to this offense. So I was telling Sean last night, I was getting so excited for this practice that I went and watched his like farewell Idaho State yeah. video. And one of the things that blew me away is him obviously being able to high point the ball. He's a pretty big dude, uh, but his ability to adjust in midair to make catches, we didn't even see that at all today. Yeah, no. What we saw was just pure athleticism and quickness and acceleration and shiftiness and he's very technical on his he is too. not a guy that should have been playing on idaho State. <laughs> like i thought that's where you're going when you're like i watched his idaho state goodbye video what stood out most well the fact that he went to idaho yeah, state should not have been there no um, they got i mean they got an absolute steal with with him right what about you sean i mean i told y'all melquan stovel i was just there was a number of times where I was just impressed by him. Like he, I, he was running good routes. He had good hands. I didn't see him drop anything at any point. Um, he is kind of like a tweener. He's a Shane put it a wide receiver in a running back's body. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits in here at all. Like if he does, but um, I just what I got to see from him, I liked him. He he seemed like he could be a legitimate weapon for this offense, which seems to at now be chock full of weapons. Um, but yeah, I, I mean the receivers in general were just they 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 dominated today. Yeah, um, which you know it's the first day, and I think they you naturally gonna have a little bit of an advantage there. But um, they they were very good, like all the way through that position group for the most part. Yeah, the receivers are definitely gonna be exciting, especially when it comes to Xavier Guillory. So we asked him post practice what he brings to the table, and this is what he had to say. It's playmaking ability, man. I, I, I came in. Uh, I knew I wanted to come here. I knew I had a, uh, a chance to come in and make an immediate impact. And, you know, I'm just treating this like a professional and trying to do my job, you know, uh, coming here and uh, trying to get us a get us a lot of wins this year, for sure. Uh, this was one of the most interesting interviews that I've been a part of just because of how humble he was. You're trying to get something out of him. Everyone's trying to get something out of him. Like, kind of that guy, huh? He's just like, that's just not who I am. Um and there's a lot more that we'll probably unpack and post on social. But he, as he said, I mean, he just brings you playmaking ability. And 
And that is something that ASU fans have craved for after getting a taste of it in Elijah Badger. Um, having those two opposite of each other is going to be pretty ridiculous. Yeah. You can't help but be excited. Yeah. No, it's it's a guy that going into practice, everyone's like, okay, Elijah Badger, he's your one. Jalen Conyers, he's your two. Geo Sanders, probably your three. Um, and then, you know, whoever steps up from a transfer perspective, they're going to get theirs, right? Whether that be an Xavier Guillory, a Mel Quanstoval, um, or a Jake Smith, or some of the other guys that we haven't even talked about, right? After today's practice, it doesn't feel like there's a one, two, and three. It feels like you have a 1A, a 1B, and a 1C. Yeah. They're, they're, I mean, it is. I, I feel pretty confident saying that it's going to end up being Guillory and, and Badger as the one, two, but who is that three seems like a massive question. It seems like there's a number of guys it could be. A Jake Smith, uh, a Geo Sanders. Geo Sanders, yeah. So, like, Andre Johnson is still on Andre the roster. Johnson. Like, and he looked good. Messiah is going to convert to wide receiver. <laughs> you forget it, right? Yeah. We haven't even talked about Messiah yet. Yeah. Like, another returning weapon for this offense that, like you said, Sean, is all of a sudden chock full of guys that at any given moment feel like they could do something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And they're a matchup problem. Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers, once they were utilized correctly, like just watching them down the stretch for Arizona State, they were a problem for defenses. There's a reason Trenton Borgay was throwing for 400 passing yards a game at a certain point. It's because he had two of the best playmakers in the conference. You throw in an Xavier Guillory, you throw in two, three new running backs mm -hmm. that all have different characteristics that make them valuable, like... ASU has turned into a matchup nightmare, assuming everybody is healthy going into the season um, and, you know, assuming they get it right at the quarterback position, Yeah, which is, again, the big question mark, right? Yeah. Um, well, when you're talking about Messiah, it brought me back to something we didn't even talk about, the recruits that were there. Yeah. yeah. Like, tons of them. And the it's just so fun to see them get excited because of a guy like Messiah Swinson yeah. who makes a one-handed catch without a glove on, they're like, he did that without a glove. Like 10 minutes into practice. He did that yeah. without a glove. Like, <laughs> it's just awesome to see. What was the most exciting part of practice? What do you think got the recruits the most juiced? I think you know. I mean, I'm I just think like you, I think you're you're throwing a lob I'm right now, and I want you to catch it off the backboard you and dunk it yourself. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be the one-on-ones, man. Are yeah. you kidding me? When they, when they played... Well... They got into the one-on-ones like with Half, an audio. Halfway through? Yeah, but with an audio cue yes. was the way to do that. They got and, in with an what was the audio cue? Leah. It's time! Dude, that how do you not want to punch somebody square in the fucking that face? That got everybody. So, that got everybody The used. first time they did that, it was like a couple guys were like, let's go, let's go. The second time they did that, everybody was was, yeah. was talking along and yelling saw along with it. Jalen stop. Like he was running towards the, the one I was. He stopped just to do like the Bruce Buffer get low stance uh -huh. and, and mime it. Like it was – that is one of the most electric sounds in the, mm -hmm. in the history of sport. Yeah. And you, you know put what? it in this context, it was – First of all, I hope Conyers watches UFC because – that's a potential something. Mm. <laughs> uh, second of all, one of my least favorite things in the world is when I'm watching UFC with people and they are talking over that. I'm like, you shut your damn mouth right now. The only exception the is, only if, you're acceptable is if you're doing it. Yep. Exactly. It was absolutely electric, right? They play that sound and Kenny's going, bro, Elijah, line up. And they're literally just doing one-on-ones yeah. for like a solid two, three minutes. And then they go back. Yeah, then, then they go back to practice like nothing like happened. Yep. 
It's, it was awesome. I've never seen anything like that. Uh, it got the recruits juiced. It got the players excited. Shit, it I, got us excited. It, did. it got me excited. I we heard that sound. I started looking around. I was like, what is going on? You're like, who? <laughs> Shane and Sean. Let's go. No, um, I think when you when you got to practice that is that high intensity, right? There can be a point where you're midway through and you're like, okay, like you are starting to lull a, little, a yeah. little bit. I'm out of energy a little bit. Not only is that a, a decent time to get a little bit of rest, but keeping everybody engaged. Yeah. But it's also a time to like rebuild yeah. that energy, right? Like there's nothing better if you're a defender and you are locking down the team's number one receiver yeah. in a one-on-one. Hundred percent. Yeah. It, it. Yeah. I never even thought about it like that. You're like the reality is most of the team is getting some kind of a little bit of a rest there, but not. You mentioned like staying mentally engaged. Like everyone is everyone is juiced for it. Everyone yeah. is locked in on what's going on, even if they're not a part of the one-on-ones. Um, it was. And it, and it just it, it breeds competition like it pushes guys to be better um, and it, it it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's genuinely one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a, in a practice. And they time. did it more than one time. Twice. They did it twice in practice today. Um, so there was a question asked post practice about how Kenny chooses these one on ones. And this is his answer. Uh, I kind of pick it basically based off of who has competed earlier in the day, right? So I just kind of get a, a feel for who's in competition with each other earlier in practice and say, okay, if you guys are, you know, talking a little crap and competing earlier, let's do it in front of everyone. Yeah, and then it goes back to what I was saying earlier, how he was like, you, if you're going to talk shit, make sure you actually win your route. Yeah. Um, but it, it wasn't just receivers on, on defensive backs. Yeah. We got, uh, got Jalen versus... Uh, Jordan Clark. We got some linemen versus linemen. Um, got running back versus linebacker. Yeah, it was like it, it was anybody that he saw competing. He was going to throw in that one on one, and it was it was really awesome to see. And and I mean, it. This is something that I don't know if you even plan on talking about, but it's like even like the intensity was just always there like even when they were doing field goals he like <laughs> the clock for the t- the period would be ticking down he'd be like you guys got 10 seconds and he would just throw them in it mm-hmm. like you then now you got dudes sprinting on you got that dude's counting to make sure they got 11 you got other guys yelling at the kicker telling him to shank it because he's trying to get in his head like and a it was cold like he, he he hit the kicks but um he was like like if you aren't doing this now like we lose a game because you have 10 seconds left yes. you take an illegal shift and it's a it's a 10 second runoff game's over like Kenny's not here to mess around. Like he wants guys always engaged and always pushing each other um, at game speed. It seems like, and you saw that in the one-on-ones. You saw that with the field goal stuff. You saw it from whistle to whistle with the practice. Like it was, it was the whole time. Yeah, this is why good teams are good in great moments, right? It's because they do the little things right a hundred percent of the time. Whereas you get teams at the bottom half of the Pac-12, and you look at in Arizona State from last season, right? From they, the last four from, years. Yeah, they started out slow. What is one thing that people have been harping on Herm Edwards' teams for years? Is that Set, huh, whoa. false start <laughs> on the offense, <laughs> everybody but the center. No! Like, there is penalties. Literally, this is one of the most penalized teams just a couple of years ago in the entire nation, right? And why? It's because they didn't pay attention to detail or they didn't do the little things right. I can guarantee you, whether this team is good, they're great, or somewhere in between, they are going to be executing the little things to a fucking T. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's exciting, man. That's one thing. Just, oh, man. Because you think about what these teams could have accomplished even under Herm if they stopped shooting themselves in the foot. It's Look like, at what all these guys are accomplishing across uh, the nation. Yeah. A Johnny Wilson. A Jaden Daniels. Like, there are guys that were super, super talented. It just... 
wasn't in place. Mm -hmm. They didn't have a culture. They didn't have a guy that was literally saying, get your ass back to the break so we could do this right. Yeah. Right? If you can't break correctly, what makes you think you're going to be able to execute a third and 10 against an Oregon State defense in Corvallis? Yeah. Like, you're, you're <laughs> simply not going to be able to do it. If you can't even run from point A to point B at 100%, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Diego in the chat, how are the corners looking today? Um, Shane, what do you think of the defense today? That was mean. Uh, <laughs> it's the hardest position to play in sports. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, especially when you're going up against guys like they were. Yeah. Like uh, but I will say there are a couple guys. Ed Woods. He had a good rep. Ro Torrance, I thought, was was really good. That yeah. man was gassed by the end of practice. I, I He was in every single rep. Yeah, yeah. that's what I say. He was gassed. But then I remember there was one point specifically where we were like, damn, he is gassed. And then he immediately, he made a play, like immediately. Yeah, he, he, had, he, he had a pass think, breakup. Yeah, yeah. I think it was to Conyers. And yeah. He came over his back, but cleanly. Yeah, it was, it was a good that play. Was two plays after he committed P.I. and was like, my bad, yeah. my bad, yeah. like, I'm you tired. But <laughs> I mean, that, he got on him, too. He's like, yeah. he appreciated the hand up. Like, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. And again, yeah. that's not a penalty that Roe makes in a game. It's a penalty that, again, you are getting acclimated to a new way of playing football. And when you were doing it, that was on hour and a half mm -hmm. of you're going, you're going, you're going. And he is lined up against Elijah Badger the entirety of practice, right? Those two are going one-on-one. -on -one every single rep it feels like and when you're going against a team's number one receiver for every single play every single rep of course you're going to be gassed yeah right so you get to seven on sevens and yeah you have your pi penalty whatever and then you're able to be like look i did it whatever wipe it away mm -hmm. next play break something up that's huge and i think Rose only going to get better yeah right like you brought it up you're like i can't believe Rose decided to stay right like there row torrance was one of the best man corners in the conference and he could have had his pick of the litter in terms of other schools. And I don't think anybody would have judged him for leaving, right? Given the fact that you're getting a new coaching staff, you don't really know what's going to happen. Credit to him for staying. And I think in this new defense where you are getting a lot of simulated pressure and you like, it's only going to benefit the DBs, right? Yeah. When you've got quarterbacks uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. Roe is such a prototypical outside corner too. It's just hard to see where, like, I mean, he's going to play. Uh, Diego asked Rose, got to be CB1, All right. Uh, we don't know what the depth chart is going to look like. We just have no idea. We're not yeah. going to know for a while. Um, but, I, yeah, it's a, what, it's what you said. I'm just excited he stayed. And he's, yeah, he's he's great. Jordan Clark was also really good today. Yeah, He'll probably play even more true of a nickel this year. And I also thought Mason Williams stood out a good amount today as well. He, I thought he had a really good practice. Look, guys, it is exciting that ASU spring football is back. Maybe even more exciting is the fact that we got some Burrito Express afterwards. First time that we've had Burrito Express since our venture to yeah, Las Vegas. It's been too long. I somehow managed to forget how how good it was. It was um, so good, dude. It was so it good. Was so I've been taking the tomatoes out of the the steak. Yeah, I had been. I didn't today. Um, maybe because I was given. I was. What, what I was did you say after that? What did you say after you started eating it? Did you say I need to eat more fruit? Uh, no, I had nothing. The fruit thing had nothing to do with it. it was, oh, really? It was Max eating an apple that triggered mm. my fruit thing. Uh, but I do need to eat more Brito Express, I learned. <laughs> I think everybody um, does. Because the tomatoes hit. Uh, and the tomatoes hit. It was a nice little touch to it. Um, but whether you're a tomato guy or not a tomato guy, I don't matter. You can customize your burritos however you want at Brito Express. Because um, not only are they the best burritos on the planet, but they're the best people on the planet. 
was great. The, the, the women that work at Burrito Express and Tempe are always so kind. They're saints. They're always so nice to me, and they always have a smile, and it makes me so happy. Like, I, I'm always happy because I'm eating Burrito Express, but then they're like, they're so kind to me. And I'm like, fucking, I knew I made the right choice. And you can make the right choice, too, but going to Burrito Express, I don't know if you heard, uh, but they have two new NIL athletes, obviously, ASU softballs, Jazz Hill, and a guy that we were just talking about, Elijah, uh, football wide receiver, Elijah Badger. They're going to receive cash, clothes, and, of course, burritos. Um, I want a Burrito Express NIL deal, but I've told I am not eligible because I am not a professional or collegiate athlete. Um, they said that to you? That's wild. Can you believe it? Um, but you can eat like one at Burrito Express. <laughs> you know what I like to say? Burrito Express, get, get it, it in you. That was, I'm going to just go out and say it. That was your best ad read. I felt good you've doing ever it. done. I, I did feel good doing it. Thank that you. That was fucking, see, look, Kenny's, Kenny's leaving Kenny, an imprint yeah, on YouTube, I know. man. I, there's no half-assing it. God, he'd be excited. <laughs> Shane, you want to tell the fine folks of the internet about Four Peaks? Um, yeah, you can come hang out with us at Saint um, Saint Patrick's Day. Saint Patrick's, Saint Patrick's, Saint Patrick's Day. Day. Saint Patrick's Day. Oh, it's just shite. I done messed up Hopper the other morning. Tell ya. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get Winnie the Pooh Shane here in a second. <laughs> yeah, that, that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, Inside jokes from Vegas. <laughs> was that not on the show? Wasn't it? I think it was on the show. Oh, it, was it was on the Vegas. show. It was on the show that we did. Um, from like the the deck. At T-Mobile. Okay, it was from Vegas. Yeah, you guys okay, were doing the Irish accent, an and joke. at a certain point, you slipped yeah, okay. into Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was, it was I phenomenal, that was though. Was well, it was like the scary Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but yeah. it was still uh, great. Four Peaks. Drink it. Um, <laughs> a Street Pub. Come hang out. Um, enjoy a damn good time for St. Patrick's Day. But you got to be 21 year, years or older and enjoy responsibly. Eat some food while you're there as well. Because that's how you drink responsibly is by eating. Diego, uh, we didn't really see much in the quarterback position. A lot of it was just... Yeah. You know, there you I, you can't really judge. I I will say though, Rashada, he has some zip on his ball. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got some. A, a yeah, little but you can't flick. really. I mean, you can tell by his the yeah, way I mean, he flicks can, it. But what, when we saw that, he was about ten yeah, yards. It was away. it was a, it was a drill. Like and it the, wasn't they weren't it, running routes. Or anything. I think it looked a lot faster than it was because whoever what a Trevor quarterback he was throwing with kept dropping the ball. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I was looking at it compared to the other quarterback. I know, I'm actually. just messing around. But yeah. Um, um, yeah, we didn't see a ton, yeah, uh, especially. What do you guys think of Pine and Conover today? Pine know, is know, so much smaller. Oh my yeah. God, Pine is tiny. He's a little tiny. man. He's like Drew Brees in my mind, like size wise. Uh, I'm not yeah. gonna say he's gonna be a top three quarterback or a top five quarterback of all time, uh, but in terms of the quarterbacks, right? You got. Hey, there's travel. nothing wrong with being small at the quarterback position, like. No, Especially in this make system, work. I think you Bryce Young. Yeah. None of the quarterbacks on ASU's rosters are giants outside of Jaden Rashada. Jaden Rashada is the only one that is super, super tall. But he's also super, super skinny. This is true. Yeah. Um, I I know we didn't see a whole lot from the quarterbacks, and the offense is obviously still, obviously still getting installed. I think all of the quarterbacks showed you something a little different today. Yeah. And we did. There was moments that Shane pointed out too, where like it appeared at least that Rashada had asked Pine a question, and they, like Pine started coaching he was, him up. He was doing that with. Every single quarterback. Yeah, and I saw Borgay doing yeah. it at points too. It's like, I just think, regardless of who the starter ends up being, it's like it's such a good quarterback room, and it does seem like everyone's kind of, it does seem like everyone's really bought in. And yeah. I do think you are going to get the best. You're going to have the best option, and you are going to have depth. Like I feel, this is not like last year where I'm coming in. It's like, oh, which one of these is the lesser of three evils? It's like I feel comfortable with three or four guys being the starter on this team. Yeah. And I think the offense fits that, exactly, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think, and I think we talked a little bit about this yesterday, right? Bo Nix wasn't a Heisman-level candidate anywhere else but Oregon with Kenny Dillingham. 
And I think there was a certain point. At least a Heisman level candidate consistently. He's yes. got Heisman level tools. Yeah, yes. but he, he never put it together. He never right. put together Heisman level consistency. Yeah, he put up together Heisman level plays On occasion, all the time yeah. at Auburn. He also put up uh, Heisman level turnovers. I, I think don't know what that means, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, for the defensive backs can make good quarterbacks look great. Yeah. with this offense, um, and I think that goes back to what I was talking about in terms of the quarterback battle, right? Like a lot of these guys, Borgay was never the guy at Arizona State these past couple of years, but he worked his way to the starter. You look at a Drew Pine. He was never the quote-unquote guy at Notre Dame, right? He was never named the starter until somebody got hurt. You look at Jaden Rashada. He's been the guy his whole life, which his whole life has only been high school football and Pop Warner, right? And then you've got a Jacob Conover who, again, he was the guy in high school. And now the guy to his fiance. Congratulations on getting married, buddy. <laughs> Second day in a row. Um, <laughs> And then we should like, wish him happy every single day. Every single day. A yeah. Conover ticker on the bottom. Yeah. Congratulations. Days since Conover proposed. <laughs> um, okay. We need to make it such a bit that we get an invite to the wedding. He is. Yep. Can we MC? Actually, Kenny's probably going to yeah. MC the wedding. Yeah. I'll DJ. Uh, I, I'll officiate him. No, but see, I'll that's my the, thing. The, the, so the, I. That's your thing. Yeah. You so I want. I was gonna, what I was going to go into, but I didn't want to derail the conversation. Now we're completely derailed. I <laughs> had a business idea in college called Ordain J. Where I ordain your wedding and DJ it for the price of one of those services. Because, I mean, oh, yeah. come on. If you're doing it, it can't be that hard. Wow, dude. Let's just be honest. That's crazy. Okay. I mean, is it that hard? I want to see you. It's, it's, there's definitely some pressure involved in it. Yeah. yeah. I can I like, built, it's, it's, it's that couple's pressure. It's that couple's most important moment yeah, of their entire relationship. Yeah, but it's not my most important moment of my, my relationship, so... I think I could do it. You're you're right, but if you're friends with them, you'll probably never be friends with them again, and you fuck it up. But I'm not gonna fuck it up because I don't have that pressure. Okay. I don't like that. I'm built different. <laughs> I think Kenny rubbed off on him too. Mm-hmm. He's just got a lot of energy. <laughs> Pugs and hugs. I'll be the flower dog. Nice. <laughs> Love that. Diego in the chat. Is there gonna be practice tomorrow? No. So there's practice every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday, um, leading up to that spring game. On I want to say April fifteenth at noon after the Pats run. Um, so I don't know if they've started selling tickets for that yet, or if they're selling or what what they're doing for it. You guys are going to want to go. You guys are going to want to go to that spring game. Absolutely. Um, again, whether it's the quarterbacks that you want to see or anybody else, the playmakers on this team, offensively, defensively, that we haven't even talked about. We haven't talked about Clayton Smith today. We haven't talked about Prince Dorbert today. Um, like. There is a ton of guys on this team that were not here last year that look like dogs. They literally look like they're going to be heavy contributors on okay. this team. They're going to say they literally look like dogs. No, <laughs> not like they like D A W G S. They're dogs. Um, they literally look like pugs and hugs. Isaiah Johnson literally looked like a pug today. Um, hmm. There is. Oh, they're just being a dog defensively. There are guys that you see right, the former five stars. Or the the some of the recruits they got that you're like, oh damn, ACU hasn't had players like this in a minute. I cannot believe he was in the he was in the video and I didn't point it out. Clayton Smith looks like an animal. Like he <laughs> will come off the edge and ruin your life. He will eat you. ASU has had many pass rusher. Many a pass rusher. Many a pass but rusher. But all of them have been just defensive linemen. Like, B.J. Green's great. He's awesome. And I think he's going to be a big contributor to this team. Worked his way up through a scholarship. And he's back. It's awesome. Decided to come back. They've been a couple of those guys. But there's never been a true edge rusher that's like, oh, God. I can only think of, like, two in the last 30 years. 
Like there's like you know what I'm talking about? Like there are pass rushers and there are edge rushers that will fly and scream at you. And that's just what look what Clayton Smith looks like. And he looks like he can drop back into coverage. He looks like he can do everything. He's a true off ball ever. He's just oh, He's a diamond uh, in the rough. Right? The guys that couldn't find playing time at Oklahoma, mm-hmm. they're hungry to come here. And he looks scary. Absolutely looks like he's gonna be one of the linchpins of this defense. Again. It's day one, a lot still to work itself out. Yeah, last um, year, last, this time last year, we thought Case Hatch was going to be playing tight end. Yeah. So, yeah, well, it's not a word, Thomas. Yeah, I know. Is saying. there a word for a guy who rushes the passer but is also an off-ball linebacker <laughs> and everything? Derwin James. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Clayton Derwin. Smith, you are Derwin James. <laughs> Let's go. Is he also going to be a Charger? That'd yeah. be awesome. Um, guys, aside from ASU football, for a quick second, if you don't know. ASU basketball has themselves a massive game tomorrow night. First four matchup against Nevada. I think they bumped up now to two and a half point favorites. It's been moving. I'll see what it's at right now. It opened at one and a half. I want to say they're at two and a half points. Regardless, where are they at now? I just got followed by Puddles the dog. Oh, it's two. I also got followed by Puddles the dog. So did I. That is crazy. Just now, that's terrifying. ASU's minus two. ASU's minus two now? Yep. Okay, so it went from one and a half to two and a half to now two points, guys. If you want to bet on anything ASU sports related or just any sports in general, guys, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code PHNX. New customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. I was going to bet on the U.S. money line yesterday, and I showed up to the game, and it was already 10 nothing. And I was like, oh, that's tough. I guess I'm not betting on it. It's <laughs> um, a bad look. It was tough. <sighs> It was tough, um, but yesterday was made. It was, yesterday was still ultimately a good day. Yeah, it was. Was yesterday Monday? Yesterday yes. was Monday. That's and you know what Monday? Crazy. Hot mics. There's nothing like good pizza. I had pizza multiple times yesterday. I, I had pizza for dinner somewhere else. I'm not. It's not. It's not the same. Like sometimes you'll get pizza and it's like it's all right, but it's not like it doesn't hit like pizza like the little little too fancy or something like that. Like I want just some good pizza. With good toppings, good crust, and that's what Mountain Mike's got for you. Um, so you can head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to their Mesa, Chandler, or Tucson locations to place your next order. And a reminder, you sign up to be diehard, you're getting $50 in free pizza. That's ridiculous. That's, that's, I couldn't eat. That's worth signing up right now. I they literally. Hey, go sign up. Get free I mean, pizza. If you have, you have, you're hosting a You're coming to Craig St. Patrick's Day party and you don't know what to bring. Sign up to be a diehard. You'll get free pizza. Just bring that. Petey will eat it because he won't eat anything else. Um, <laughs> He's calling out Petey like that? Yes, I am. I am. Fine. Be, we might see a fight between Petey and Craig's wife. Um, between feet with, whoa, I was about to say Petey. <laughs> Petey and Craig's wife, Tara, yes. That's oh, there might be a fight. There, there might not be a grosser word than Petey. <laughs> Petey. That, is, that might be the worst. Um, Steve Petey Petey Peters. is gross, but Mountain Mike's isn't. Mountain Mike's, get it in you. Mountain Mike's, get it in you. How's your energy? You know, it's all right. I'm vibing. Just all right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think it's a little sore. I feel like I've tried to clear my throat for the last, like, 24 hours. I think it's time to get the energy back up before we get into our last segment. Shane, Sean. Let's go, boys. Let's go. Oh, oh shit. Oh, oh, oh. You guys were at two different positions there. And he was a receiver. Yeah, he was in a receiver stance. Well, you could also have been an edge rusher on that one. No, I was I was locked in. So. You were hey, you were both locked in? You were both locked in. Okay. 
I, oh, he's getting back up. He's getting back up. Let's play sound one more time. Wait, what are you? What are you? What is he? Is he? Is he thinking what he is? Shane's walking in. Let's get that sound going. What do we got, boys? Shane, Sean. Okay. That's a whistle. Go. I'm, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> that was ah! phenomenal. That was phenomenal. I think I think Sean won. Sean no, won that rep. Sean won that rep. I pushed the back. His quarterback is safe. What are you talking about? The printer is safe. I was just getting ground. The you can get as much ground as you want as long as you don't touch my quarterback. Like, I want to get ground. That's the, uh, the Ottoman Empire? You want, okay. Oh, where, how about they get that? Where are they at now? You, you, <laughs> well, you won the rep. Do you won the rep, Sean. Sean won the rep. Four you. years. How's Thank the energy you. now, boys? I mean, my quarterback's clean. That's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, I was Jersey still white. Also. Or Jersey still gray. I didn't see a whistle. I was getting held. You didn't see a whistle. I didn't see a whistle. No, unlucky for you, Shane. Uh, Sean, you won that rep. Great job. Thank you. Uh, guys, I won the first rep. You did. You did. You won I that first rep. I don't think won the first rep. No, no, no. no. Shane, Shane won that first yeah. rep. I'm going to call it. Okay, um, fair enough. Cape Cod. My get off was great it's as a receiver. Pine time. Just... Drew is a beast and will take ASU to the forefront. Go ASU. Uh, definitely excited to see what Drew Pine does. Um, obviously covered him back at Notre Dame. He what? is a, yeah, first, first, Notre Dame. Yeah, first time ever telling oh. you guys this. He is a, uh, he's a gritty guy. He's a guy. That will not not the Justin Jefferson kind. Uh, he's got he's just got swag to him, man. Gritty like, swag. I, I gritty know, swag. I know not gritty swag. Like Conor McGregor swag. Oh god damn it! There it is. Well, that is actually pretty good. That's for, there we go, guys. Everybody on audio, they're just grittying out here. Uh, maybe the energy, maybe the energy got them too hyped. Where they're literally just going back and forth. Here we go. There it is. Yep. Phenomenal. You stepped on yourself? Yes. Okay. Not sure what that means. Stepped on my own foot. Okay. Um, before we get out of here, what are you looking forward to seeing as spring ball continues? More one-on-ones. More, uh, more, <laughs> just get to know the quarterbacks better. I mean, I feel like that's obviously the big question. and You didn't get to learn a whole lot of that today. But then also the one-on-ones. Sean's that shit was so electric. <laughs> if, I, if I had to pick one vague thing, it would be just excitement if i had to pick a really specific thing yeah it's a post route from rashad the gallery yeah. okay <laughs> i also fair. i also really want to learn more about the defense specifically like the front seven obviously the secondary is fun and all and you see a lot of them in the one-on-ones but like i don't really know what the linebacker room is necessarily going to look like there's obviously a lot of changes there so i think specifically the linebacker group to see how that all kind of shakes out is going to be interesting yeah i'm excited to see in terms of the wide receiver position who carves out their spot as that number three receiver spot? I think we can all get into agreement that Elijah Badger and Xavier Guillory are the are going to eventually be the one two. Uh, whoever that three is, I think it, they're going to have to prove themselves. Yeah, and I think it's going to be exciting to watch that competition play out through the spring. Um, I'm also really excited to see what new wrinkles Kenny is able to throw into ASU practices because this one, like we've talked about, different than anything I've seen before. So yep. it's going to be exciting, guys. If you enjoyed the content today, we're going to be providing content like this all spring for ASU football, as long as ASU basketball continues. And then obviously we've got ASU baseball and ASU softball coverage if you're new here. Go ahead and give us a follow at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tosher. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Waiting for an invite to Jacob Conover's wedding as always. Congrats on your engagement. See you guys tomorrow for an ASU basketball watch party and post game show. But for now, peace.